0: I'm Alexander McCall Smith, and this is the 10-minute writer's workshop.
1: So which do you think is harder to write? Is it the first sentence of the book or the last?
0: I think the first sentence is probably harder and is immensely important, uh, because in many cases, that's the only sentence somebody's going to read. And so you have to be very, very powerful in your first sentence. And that, one hopes, will get people to read the rest of the book. So I think that is more difficult. The second sentence, or not the second, but the last sentence, you have more time to think about. And, of course, it expresses the resolution in the novel. And so I think it's easier.
1: Do you sit down with that first sentence in mind? Or what is your process? Sitting and it comes to you? Or planning and then you sit?
0: I often, interestingly enough, I've often written the last sentence in the book, before I begin the book, uh, i n- not really thought about this before. You started asking me these questions about it, but I, I will sometimes write the the, f- the final sentence. I've got a sense of how things are going to re- resolve, and and that comes to me. As far as the first sentence is concerned, uh, I think you just have to jump in to it. I don't sit there and plan it to extensively. I sit down and, and it comes. I think a lot of writing uh, involves getting in touch with one's subconscious mind, and I think the subconscious mind is often the source of fiction, and therefore many of the sentences that are going to appear in the book are there, made by the subconscious mind, and you just really have to facilitate their expression.
1: As a now-seasoned writer and confessed serial novelist, are there any habits that you would encourage a new writer to pick up or even to avoid?
0: I think uh, what I would say to a, a new writer, to an aspiring writer, is firstly, have have the courage of your convictions and, and write from the heart. I think that's very important. Don't try and write what you think other people are going to want you to write uh, because that will mean that what you produce Uh, isn't really authentic to use. So write from the heart. Uh, Rely on the heart. Rely on your judgment. And then, as far as the actual process of writing, I think what you have to do is you have to sit down and apply yourself. Uh, Never wait for the muse to come and tap you on the shoulder, uh, because the muse doesn't do that. Uh, And you'll sit there for a long time, or you'll get up and do something else. So have a have a regime and write. Set a target. Uh, I think that if you can set a target of five hundred words a day or a thousand words a day, whatever your um, your, your appropriate number is, uh, and try try to do those. You can always abandon them and score them out. But I think a regime and uh, a, a program, an organised program, is very important.
1: Do you edit as you go, or you wait until the end?
0: I tend to do comparatively little editing. I find, in my case, uh, it, it tends to come out in fully formed. Uh, I will do a certain amount of editing. Uh, probably, I do that when I've finished a chapter. I'll go back and and look at it rather than edit as I I go along, but generally speaking, uh, it 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 comes out in the in the final form, and it comes out quite uh, quite quickly. I I write a thousand words an hour. I'm I'm writing. And I don't really have to sit there and think about what is going to be said. It just comes.
1: A thousand words an hour or a day? Uh, An hour. Wow.
0: (laughs) I don't don't say it in any boastful way, but that's the way it works with me. I sit there and I I go into what the psychiatrist would call, I suppose, a dissociative state. And uh, I'm there, I'm aware of my surroundings, but it's coming from the subconscious mind.
1: What is your personal worst distraction from getting work done?
0: Well, I would have thought that for most writers now, I suspect uh, that email is the problem, uh, in that email is a constant way of uh, being in touch with people and being uh, distracted by people. And if you sit there and you think, well, maybe I'll just check my email, um, mm-hmm. that's uh, uh, that's the road to Run. <laughs> Very. <laughs> I think what you need to do is turn your email off. In fact, that's advice that I would give to a new writer is is turn your email off. Don't let um, uh, email distract you from what you're meant to be doing.
1: And you said, for most writers, does this happen to you?
0: Well, yeah, yes, it does a bit, and uh, I try to control it. Uh, but I may be writing, and suddenly I think, uh, is that an email I hear behind me? <laughs> and you, <laughs> to quote Shakespeare, <laughs> although that was in front of him. <laughs> but um, I think you really have to be careful about that. Apart from that, there aren't other great distractions for me. The, the telephone, obviously, can be a distraction, but not as insidious a distraction as, as email.
1: Are there books or other tools that you might recommend that aspiring writers consult?
0: Well, I think uh, you don't really want to have too many reference works around you. Uh, you can check up on the things. Uh, you've got your spell checker. Most people have got their spell checker turned on. That'll keep you, keep you right. Ignore the grammatical suggestions from a word processing program because they're always really bizarre. Uh, they've got this extraordinary prejudice against the passive voice. And uh, I find that very uh, very odd, so turn that off. Uh, ignore the sp- uh, spelling check, you can deal with that later on. And um, just, just go ahead and, uh, and write. Word processes are, are a wonderful, liberating tool for writers uh, because in the old days, uh, when one was using a pen, it's a much more physical business. It's more tiring, your wrist gets uh, more tired. Uh, I think you, you find it more difficult to put onto paper uh, what thoughts are in your mind. Whereas word processing, it's very, very easy. It's a fairly direct route into the mind.
1: You don't begin with pen and paper, you just go right to the computer and start.
0: I sometimes have a notebook uh, in which I've noted certain things down and I might have a very rough skeletal outline of the book. Uh, But generally speaking, I don't necessarily use uh, pen and paper.
1: What was the best piece of advice about writing that you ever received?
0: I have been asked that and I've I've always had difficulty in remembering it. I have received advice uh, from people in the past. Um problem is that I can't really recall particular pieces of advice uh, that I have had. One maybe having said that maybe one piece of advice I had when I was writing academic works. I had a colleague with whom I did a number of books, and he quoted his English teacher um, of a 100 years ago, who was called, I think, Mr. Robinson. And he said Mr. Robinson, who taught him how to construct sentences when he was eight, always said, never use two words when one word will do. And we talked about Mr. Robinson, and, and occasionally this colleague with whom I wrote these books would underline a word, and he'd in, in a draft that I'd done, and he would say, "Remember Robinson." <laughs> and so there's Mr. Robinson in the background. I, I never heard his voice, but I hear what I think would have been his voice, saying, "Do you really need four words?" There when you could you could cope with one, and that I think is good advice. Uh, I think that uh, you really should be sparing in your descriptions. By all means use an adjective. We do need adjectives to do certain work, but don't put in too many. and I find these days, when I read a number of things, I find that they're overwritten. People are just trying to be too smart and trying to be too um, too grand in their prose. They could be much simpler in what they say. Well, when you're describing something, remember to leave it to the imagination of the reader, because the reader is going to have a picture of the scene, and the reader actually wants something to do. If you distract the reader by describing the minutiae, uh, then that's going to make it a a really rather difficult process for for the reader to envisage what you're saying. So all you need is a A little brushstroke, if you're talking about the sky, you don't have to give a long description of what the sky looks like. You just say, a clear and empty sky. And you could even cut out the clear, Mr. Robinson would have, and you would just say an empty sky. And indeed, if you're really being minimalist, you could cut out empty, just say the sky. (laughs) And then the reader thinks... Of, of what uh, the sky will look like, because most readers have seen the sky and don't really need you to, to describe it in, in great detail.
1: Well, thank you to Mr. Robinson and to Mr. Alexander McCall-Smith.
0: Now, do you, shall I make a further statement? No,
1: that's it. Unless you have one, yes, then mine. Okay,
0: yes. I think we should discuss the, the vexed issue of whether men uh, should use facial moisturiser. <laughs> At last, a meaty topic.